Smith with the Las Vegas Colo. In 1954, in Washington State, in a small community just to the south of Seattle, a couple of people reported to the local police station that they noticed small holes in their windshields. They call these windshield pits. And they noticed that these little holes, these little pits in their windshields started popping up. And the local paper got wind of this and started reporting it in the local newspaper that for some reason there are these mysterious little holes, these mysterious little pits that are starting to appear in people's windshields. After a few days, after a few weeks, this turned into an epidemic. The Seattle papers started reporting it and people started reporting more and more of these little holes, these little pits in their windshields, mysteriously appearing. And after a few weeks, Everyone started noticing there are these little holes all over the place inside the windshields on their cars and no one could figure out what it was. Where were they coming from? People began speculating it had to do with cosmic rays coming from the sun. People thought it had to do with strange radio frequencies that were emanating from a new military facility that had just recently been constructed. Others thought it was coming from nuclear radiation. No one can figure out where were these little pits from? Vandals? No one knew. The police were dumbfounded. And the papers kept on reporting about it. The governor... He put together a task force, scientists, experts, to try to figure out why is there this growing epidemic in the Seattle area in 1954 of windshield holes, of windshield pits, mysteriously appearing. If you study the Passover story, we know it's filled with miracles. The ten plagues, God splitting the sea. It's a story that's full of miracles. Ramban, Rabbi Moshe Nachmanides, writing in the 1200s, explains that the Passover story, the story of the Exodus and all the miracles, is really one of the most fundamental messages in all of Judaism. And he points out, he says that there are many people who believe that there was a creator of the world, that God created the universe. There must have been an origin story. God must have created the universe. There's too much complexity. There's too much design. And many, many people believe that there's a God of creation. But he points out that there are many people who, although they believe and although they subscribe to the idea of a God of creation, they're not comfortable with the fact that God is involved in the history and the affairs of mankind. There may, might be a God of creation, but there isn't necessarily a God of history. God's busy with bigger things, but he doesn't really care about the affairs of mankind. He doesn't really care about what we do on earth. God created the world and walked away. There are many people still to today who have that belief and have that attitude. Ramban, Rabbi Moshe Nachmanides, points out one of the most fundamental and important messages of the Passover story is that God didn't just create the world and walk away. God created the world but is intimately involved and he deeply cares about what we do here on this earth. How do we know? Well, look at the Passover story. If God didn't care about what people are doing on earth, if God doesn't care about the affairs of mankind, how come he created 10 plagues, miraculous, with an outstretched arm, with enormous judgments? How come God issued these tremendous miracles? How come God split the sea? 
Ramban points out at the core of it, the Passover story highlights the very deeply Jewish idea that we believe that God didn't just create the world, but God is also a God of history. God cares about what we do. God cares about the affairs of mankind. And when we do what's wrong, God will intervene. Conversely, when we do what's right, God will intervene as well. But God deeply cares about what we're doing here on earth. And sometimes he performs great miracles, splitting of the sea, 10 plagues, as a way of illustrating, I care, I'm here. I didn't just create the world and walk away, but I'm watching what's going on on earth. And every now and again, I'm going to intervene in divine, miraculous interventions. And that at the core is the message of the Passover story is that we believe that God didn't just create the world and walk away, but God is here with us today and cares intimately about each and every one of us and about what we do. How do I know? Look at the miracles that he's done. Look at the incredible interventions that God has done in the course of Jewish history, particularly in the Passover narrative. God intervenes. Why? Because God cares. Ramban continues with a very powerful idea. He says, once we take that message to heart, once we recognize there are Nisim Gedolim, there have been throughout history amazing miracles, massive miracles. He says, if we focus on that, when we recognize God cares, God has intervened because God is a God of history, he says, Menan Nisim HaGedolim, from the understanding, from opening our eyes to seeing, you know what? There are great miracles. He says, we'll also recognize the nisim nistarim. Once we inculcate, once we internalize that message that God cares and God intervenes and there have been great miracles, we understand and we absorb the message, God is with us. And it's not just with those great miracles, but it's also with nisim nistarim, with hidden miracles. Because it's so easy to live our lives and just ignore the fact that there are nisim nistarim, there are hidden miracles around us all the time, from the sun rising and setting, from the birth of a baby, from just nature around us. There are so many hidden miracles, but we ignore them. We fail to recognize them. We don't see the hand of God in creation. We so regularly fail to see the hand of God in our own lives, in the history of our own lives. It's not just the Nisim Gedolim, it's not just the great miracles, but we fail to see those hidden miracles that are with us every single day. But Ramban is encouraging us, take a moment to reflect, recognize God is there. God, he split the sea back in the good old days, back in Egypt. God, he was the one who performed those 10 plagues. When we go ahead and we recognize God is there, it opens up our eyes to be able to see the hidden miracles that are with us every single day. Because if we don't have that perspective, if we don't open up our eyes to have that broader perspective, that keener insight to realize there are hidden miracles with us every single day, we can completely miss it. We can go straight through life, ignoring the fact and missing with our own eyes the fact that there are miracles around us every single day. The sun rising, the beautiful mountains, the course of our daily lives. God is with us. He might not be with us in that overt, miraculous sense like he was back in the day in in Egypt, but we know if we open up our eyes, if we just focus and look, we'll see there are hidden miracles all around us that we've been missing. We just haven't been noticing them. That's such a common element of humanity is we can be oblivious to just 
unbelievable things around us, to those hidden miracles, we can just go coast right through life and ignore those hidden miracles. We need to sometimes every now and again just pause, open up our eyes, wait a minute, look at all that incredible miracles, hidden miracles that are around us. Because if we don't take that moment to pause, we can be oblivious to things that are around us every single day. Remember those windshield pits, those little holes that were appearing in 1954 in Washington State? The governor of Washington in 1954, as I mentioned, he put together a task force of scientists, of experts, to try to study where were these little windshield holes, what was causing them, where were they coming from? You know what the scientists conclude? In Richard Dowler's incredible book, Nudge, he points out that the scientists recognized those windshield pits, they were there all along. People just hadn't noticed it. It was just for whatever reason in that small town south of Seattle, a couple people started noticing those windshield pits on their cars. They were probably there for, you know, weeks, if not months, if not years. And for some reason they began reporting it to the police and the local paper picked it up and they started publishing it. And that brought awareness to the local area and the region. And then people started noticing and taking note of that article and they started noticing those windshield pits in their cars, thinking that these are new events, when in reality, those windshield pits, they probably had been there for years past. Go look at your windshield. Go take a look at your car. There's probably one right there. I looked at mine. In my Honda Pilot, there's a windshield pit. There are so often in life we're just oblivious to things around us. And sometimes it takes a newspaper report about windshield pits in Seattle in 1954 for a community to open up their eyes to recognize these things are all around us. And sometimes it takes a focus, it takes a moment of introspection to focus on the Passover narrative, those wonderful, overt, direct interventions of God, those big miracles for us to open up our eyes to recognize, let's not be oblivious to those hidden miracles, those smaller miracles that are with us every single day. It's one of the most powerful and important messages of Passover. Let's realize that God isn't just the God of creation, but God is also the God of history. He cares about you, he cares about me on a very, very deep level. He's involved in our lives, maybe in a hidden way, but he's there with us each and every day.